Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Hey, mamas, welcome to episode 79 of the Gather Moms podcast. We are currently in a series called Help. I need help with everything. <laughs> hey, yes. and speaking of which, our podcast feed has needed help. So if you are hearing this episode, I am so thankful. We've had all kinds of problems. If for some reason you're hearing this episode, but your other ones have been messed up, close your app completely. You know, we're like you swipe up on it and then reopen it and all of your episodes should load in correctly. Yes, because we had some problems last week. I called Kate like on the way and I was like, uh... I don't think this is right. No, we've had people messaging us and it's been, and it was two episodes in a row that did it. So I think we've got it all worked out now. It was about the obey your, your kids should obey you. So (laughs) the enemy's like, no. Well, and it was episode 77 where we're like, this is perfection. No, 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 sorry. (laughs) Well, listen, I want to talk about something that I think, I mean, it's kind of personal. I need help with this. So I was like, if we do it on the podcast, then it gives me some motivation. Uh I want to talk about our mornings. I'm really glad we're talking about this because this is something, honestly, I've always wanted to do better at is mornings. You know, um, my husband is one of those guys that just like pops up out of bed in the morning and just like, uh, Greg is not, <laughs> that would be a negative. No, he pops up and he does all the right things that you're supposed to do, you know, and I am just not that way. And I feel like, I don't know, I want to be that person. You know, when you have the baby, the first baby, and they're like, sleep when the baby sleeps. Uh I'm just carrying that on into the next 18 (laughs) years where I'm like, I'm just sleeping till somebody's not sleeping. Yeah. And then I'll get up. Honestly, that's very real. I mean, that's what I do. Okay. So before we get into talking about mornings and strategizing, I have this crazy morning story I've been waiting to tell you because I wanted to tell you live on the podcast. Okay. So mom's so excited. Dropping here first. Um, now, I do want, this comes with a warning. So this actually has some, like, um, trigger content. Trigger and, content? Yes, of some violence. And not it, nothing ended up happening to me, but just... If we you, need those little ratings they put on TV shows on Netflix. Yeah. Like, rated PG for foul language and <laughs> adult content. So if you have a kiddo listening, you might skip ahead... Press the 30 seconds a few times and come back and listen to this part of the story. Oh my gosh, I'm like nervous now. You're making it sound bad. Okay, well, this is kind of wild. And it's kind of hard to tell over like where you can't see me because I think if you can, like when I told this story, um, when I told Jeremy the story, I had to like get out props. Have you told other people before you've told me? Like, do, am I last to hear the story? No, I, I may, may, I've maybe told three people this okay. happened. Okay. Okay. So Caleb is running cross country and um, Saturday mornings, he has to be at the school sometime between four and five, you know, just depending on when they have to be there for the meet. So Jeremy is faithfully the one that gets up every morning and has him yeah, to the school. Yeah, because you said he pops up. So yeah. pop up and take the kid. So he has been getting him up and taking him to the school at 6.15. Okay. So two Saturdays ago, we had a lot going on and I needed Jeremy to be able to be the one to go with him to the meet. You have to drive and then you have to drive like an hour and a half to this meet. 
Watch the guy run. I know. Why do we have to run in Allen and oh Frisco? Gosh. And we got great tr- streets in Rockwall. Everybody yeah. come just run in Rockwall. And then, you know, drive back. So I said, I will actually get up that morning and take him. He had to be at the school at 445 because I'll come back and go back to sleep. And Jeremy can't. He can't go back to sleep. Isn't that funny? I feel like I can sleep anywhere. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Anytime, anywhere. Sleep. I slept the other day in my car. Yes. I just put the seat back. It's the so, doors. like, warm and cozy. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I take Caleb at 4.45. I'm coming back. And remember, it's it's early morning, so there's not a lot of cars out. It's very dark. And I'm coming back. Um, so I exit the interstate. And then to get into our neighborhood, you have to come under an overpass, right? So I'm at the light and don't see anything, obviously. Just if you can picture yourself sitting at the light about to turn left under an overpass. I turn left under an overpass. And there's, you know, I have my two lanes. And, and across those two lanes is a SUV that is parked perpendicular to me. So in my lane of travel and the doors, um, I can see the passenger side doors or those, the doors on my side are slightly open, but, and the lights in the car on, but I can't figure out what's going on. Well, as I turn, then also this little motorcycle kind of came up and turned too. And we can both like, you see that SUV. And so you're like, Oh, something has happened. These people are having a medical emergency. Somebody in there had a <gasps> Do they heart need attack. To deliver their baby, right? Like you know, or something bad's happening in there, right? Somebody could be not being nice to another person. So just, I love the way you said well, that. Like a three-year-old listening, little ears are just listening. Just in case. So, um, so I, so I start going really slow, you know. But I'm gonna have to. They're in my lane of travel. So I'm going to have to go up kind of on the curb to get around them anyway. And if you can picture an overpass, it's a short little area. It's not like you have a long area. So you don't have a lot of time once you turn up on it, then it's it's there. So this motorcycle is up next to me on my left side, and he kind of pulls up to the car to see what's going on. He pulls ahead of me, and as soon as he gets close, I see him whip around, and he starts coming back toward me. So I roll my window down to hear like what he's about to say. But he actually goes to the car behind me. And he starts revving his engine, vroom, 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 vroom. So I don't know what's, like, I don't know what he just saw. So I have my window down and I start creeping up because I either need to get past this car or I need to be able to see what's going on so I can call 911 or whatever. So I start coming up around the back of this Lexus and all of a sudden two men come out from around the passenger side and one man has the other in a stranglehold and has a gun on his chest. I'm sorry, what? Yes. A gun on him. Yes. Is he holding him around the neck? Holding him around the neck, one hand around his neck, and the other on his chest with the with the gun on his chest. Do you scream? So the man that's trying to get away from the man who has the gun on him is trying to run toward my car. <gasps> is your window still down? My window is down. Oh, my goodness. And the man that is being held is screaming, help me, help me, he's robbing me, help me. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't even know what to tell you to do. Besides roll up your window. You should roll up your window. But I don't know what you should do. The 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 men and the gun, I mean, two feet from my face. And also keep in mind that everything, like, since I have turned and now these men with the gun. I mean, all of this has happened within less than 30 seconds. I mean, it's all very fast, right? Now I'm like, why did the motorcycle guy skip you? I'm like, dude, what are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. And, and, you know, or I couldn't hear him or I mean, but I'm saying it's chaos and it all slows down in your mind in the moment. Yes. But I see that gun and Rebecca, I honestly feel like God took my foot off of the brake and put it on the gas pedal. Yes. Yes. Like by the grace of God, I did not freeze. Right. 
But I remember in that moment, as soon as they came around the back of the Lexus, I thought, oh, this is a setup. Like, this is a setup. This like, is they're a about car- to rob you? Right. This is a carjacking. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so, anyway, but thankfully, you know, I just, I put my foot on the gas and I just flew out of there. Flew through there. I had no idea if the light was red or green or no idea. Yes. Flew through there. Get get past, you know, the, the, um, feeder road going the other ways going. And so I kind of get over to the other side and I pull off to the side and I'm dialing 911. I call 911. He says, 911, what's your emergency? And I said, I just witnessed a robbery. This is where I am. And he was like, wait a minute, you know, cause I don't know. I honestly don't even know what I said to him, dude, but I remembered where I was. And he said, are you at that gas station? I said, no, 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 this is a car. We're under the overpass. So he's asking me for the description of the vehicle, the description of the men. And I told him, I was like, I think it was a Navy SUV. Well, then another dispatcher, I hear him getting the information in. And the other dispatcher says, it's a gray Lexus SUV. And I, to my guy, I'm like, that's right. <laughs> I That's the answer. I, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, that, that one. And then so I'm thinking about like. So no, somebody else has called. Yes. Somebody else has called because there was another car back behind me. You know, I guess. Do we know where the motorcycle went? I don't know where the motorcycle went, but where I am now, honestly, another thing that was the grace of God is there's lights under an overpass. Yes. So where I'm sitting, I can see what's still going down behind You're me. You're still close enough to witness what's happening? Yes, but not close enough where they could get to me. Okay. You know, like even if they got in their car and started coming for me, I could get away faster. Okay. okay. But I can see them like scuffling. You know, because the guy with the gun is trying to get the other guy, and the other guy is trying to get free of him. And anyway, eventually the guy with the gun ends up getting in the driver's seat of the car and taking off. Okay. And the other guy ends up, like, just kind of on the side of the road, you know. So, crazy. Did you wait for the police? I asked him if I could go. I gave him all my information and stuff, and he said that I could go home. Uh, Were you shaking? So that was the thing, too, that was so hard is, you know, it's 4 a.m. And your adrenaline kicks in in the moment, right? Where you just like, but as soon as my adrenaline let down, I thought I was going to vomit. Right. You know? Yes. Are you home by this point? Have you gotten Jeremy up? So I come home, but then I don't want to wake Jeremy up because the whole point of the whole thing was that I wanted him to be able to sleep. Kate, your life was in danger. I know. The man needs to know. No, I came home. I sat on the couch and I got myself some yogurt (laughs) and I watched Gilmore Girls. Yogurt makes you throw up. You don't put dairy in your stomach. I don't know, dude. It's what sounded good. It's what sounded good. And you turn on you turn on Gilmore Girls. Listen, I knew I just needed to like get my mind off of what had Did just happened. Did you stay awake till Jeremy got up? I fell back to sleep. I just started praying. I just laid there and I started praying. But I started looking on like our local like Facebook pages to see like because there's like a police dispatch page. And, yes. You know, anybody think, say anything about it? So nobody had said anything. So I texted. Um, we have a friend on the force. I texted him later that morning and said. Hey, ma'am, this is what happened to me this morning. Do you know anything about it? And he said, he said, yes, actually, I saw that report come through. They um, captured the carjacker. Wow. And he's in prison. And I don't know what happened to the other dude, but they did capture him and he was in jail. And they were still working on it. But it seems as though these two guys were in this car because the guys were in the car together and then something went down. Yes. So he thought that probably there was like a drug deal happening. Okay. And then the guy in the passenger seat decided to rob the driver. Yes. And that's when all this kerfuffle happened. Oh, my gosh. If you had not put your foot on the gas and they had gotten to your car. I, I, no. And listen, as I replayed this in my mind, 
The thing that concerned me the most was that I was in this little pajama set, like a tank top and shorts, and I didn't have a bra on and or shoes, you know. Listen, we're trying to live, so it's okay. I know, but it would have been such a nightmare to have been evicted from my car. And have to stand out there with police <laughs> officers and onlookers and... <laughs> Braless, shoeless. Listen, take a note from Rebecca's playbook. You got to put a robe on. Girl, I know. From now on. And well, and but by the way, Jeremy was like, you know, okay, first of all, he was never sweet to me about this whole thing. I think he was glad I wasn't hurt, but he was mad at me that I stopped at Greg all. Greg would have been mad. He would have been like, why did you slow down? Yes. Why did you roll your window down? Yes. Why were you trying to see what was going on in there? You should have just turned around and gone the other way and left. For sure. And I'm like, that's fine. Sunday morning quarterback, you know, or whatever. What do you call it? Monday morning quarterback? Whatever. Yeah. Words references always yeah. elude yes. me. Okay. okay. But when you're in the moment, it's yes. not like I went out of my way. Oh, and you were confused. You don't, I mean, I just, he's always like, I'm always thinking two steps ahead when I'm driving my car. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm like no. in the current step. Like, what is this step? I'm taking it right now. And my heart goes out to like, what if somebody's in trouble in there? I know. I'm thinking about the guy. You know? Yes. So, yes, in hindsight, if I were to do it over again, I would have, as soon as I saw that car parked in the road, I would have backed up. Yes. Gotten out of there, called 911. Correct. Um, but in the moment, and I've never experienced anything like that. I don't expect to ever experience anything like that ever again in my life. I think most of us don't. No, that's I've crazy. I've never seen a gun like that, like. Passed in- up against a person. <laughs> yes. Yes. You said this is not like on the news when they're showing the weapon post. No. So no. Jeremy was like, what kind of gun was it? And I started explaining uh, it to him. I know. So then I looked it up. And as soon as I saw it, I said, yes, this is what it was. You could actually see details of the gun? That is what I remember the most is the gun. It was a silver 9mm, like a matte gray 9mm gun. That's, That's You couldn't remember the color of the car. No. But you could remember the gun. Yes, because as soon as I saw that gun, it that's what cemented in my mind was, get out of here, there's a gun. Okay, this is so fascinating to me. Let's do an episode on the psychological effects <laughs> of seeing a gun and what it makes you do. It, I have thought so many things, too, about this post having this happen. Like, God bless police officers who deal with this stuff all the time. Yes, just they can't is, run away they gotta like stay there right and handle it and how do you force yourself through that i mean it's a triggering you know like i mean i know it's a trigger but it's also like no you're having to live with the memories of that like every day it's not just it happened to me once right it happens to me every day yes yes yeah and then in a real womp womp i thought about the kids that grow up in the middle of like gang violence and in neighborhoods where they're seeing that stuff all the time yes you know and no no wonder they're living with like this low level anxiety and fear and you know i've just had to process a lot since it but i'm so so thankful i'm okay cannot believe that happened cannot believe it yeah I don't even know what to say now no it's hard to know like how do we segue into our normal podcast episode <laughs> Like, what do you say to somebody that's seen a gun in the middle of the road? Well, you know, I did want to share, though, just as like a cautionary tale, like, you know, you would think the bad guys would be asleep by 5 a.m., but really, I don't think so. I think they don't go to sleep until the sun comes up. Right. Right? And so, so you know. So they're not, they're not interested in our mornings podcast? No, they don't need our tips. No, they don't need our tips. Yeah. And, and we maybe don't need to be out and about when the sun's not up. Did you say, hey, cross-country coach? So here's what happened. <laughs> So we're not going to be coming to cross country between the hours of 4 and 6 a.m. anymore. I mean, right? 
No, we're and Jeremy to start said, everything after the sun's up. He said, just, I mean, he said, this is obvious, by the way, but you're never taking him again in the morning. And I'm like, you know what? I'm actually you fine with what? that. <laughs> that may be a win for me. So. Yeah. Okay, I'm so glad you told me on the air because I'm like, well, maybe not because now I'm in shock a little bit. I feel like I'm having some post-trauma trauma for you. It's a lot to process. I know it's a lot. Yeah, but isn't that crazy? Can you believe that happened? I cannot believe that. No, happened. but every man who has heard the story, except my dad. My dad was really sweet about it and didn't. But every, every you know, when I tell what the two other guys that have heard the story are like, you should never have driven up to the. <laughs> I get it, my man. I am still on the motorcycle guy, and I want to know why he skipped your car. Yes. I feel like that's rude. Yeah, because I wanted to know, like, wave at the car behind you to go get away. Yes. Don't skip to the next one. I guess he was probably in shock, too. Yes. But I don't know what he saw. You know, I don't know what he saw. No, no. So there's no telling. But anyway, it was a resolution. Thankfully, bad guys in jail. Yay. Winner, winner. Yay. And, you know, just as we segue into talking about happy good mornings, let's just say we do not need to be up before 5 a.m. That is the devil's hour. I don't know. That's not what I read. (laughs) No, before 5 (laughs) a.m.? This book we're about to talk about, this girl wants us up before 5 a.m.? Listen, I have read I have read a book, and I have researched a little bit on this whole idea, and, I mean, some people do. Some people do get up before 5 a.m. I, I just, mm, they I, do. I don't have good feelings about that. Mm, well, it's, you know, but hey, we, we get to pick, though. We okay. get to pick when we choose okay. to start the process. Well, and I can't wait to hear what you read. Um, we heard about this book when we were doing our Right Now Media recording, our makeup artist. Told us about okay, this book. Okay, because I could not remember where I'd heard about this yes, book from. Yes. Okay, that's where it is. She was the one. Okay. And so you were like getting that book. And then as we've been talking about it, it was like, okay, we want to share this with our moms. And listen, I don't finish books. Yeah. I just, but I finished this book. Way to go, dude. I just don't know what's happening to me. I'm impressed. You're killing it. So personally, mornings are just crazy. Yeah. And I just have been feeling this sense like I need to have some different motivation. Uh-huh. Or I need to be more intentional with my mornings. Okay. Which, honestly, I just don't like that word intentional. <laughs> it just sounds like a lot of work. Pressure. I know. Yeah. I would rather just go have fun. Yeah. I mean, that's what I want to do. Okay. But I want to start, I want to go back a little bit on this because I feel like this whole idea of mornings is personal for me. Okay. Because um, I was a working mom for years, like 15 years, 16 years when my kids were little. And then I came home to stay at home with my kids. And that's working mom mornings and stay-at-home mom mornings are different and the same. Okay. Um, obviously, if you have kids, you're getting people up and out the door. But then there's a sense of, okay, well, I may not have to be somewhere right away versus a working mom that's like, okay, I got to get myself ready to and get out the door. Okay. So obviously, when I came home to stay at home with my kids, I just had a different schedule in the morning. You know, it wasn't as, like, intense. It's intense till you get the kids out the door, and then you kind of have a little break. But what I found was I just didn't have a lot of routine mm, or right. purpose or schedule. And so I tried to go back to work um, a couple years ago, and I got into a job that, you know, I kind of grew up with that mindset that I can be good at whatever I put my mind to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I got into a job that had a huge learning curve for me, and I just I couldn't get it. Mm. There were just parts of it that did not – function with my brain. I I don't even know how to describe it because I still look back at it and go, I can't believe I couldn't do it. There were parts I could do, but I just could not do the job at a level where I felt like I was being successful. Hmm. And the time constraints of the job put a really huge emotional stress on our family because I was having to be away from our kids at times when I felt like I needed to be with my kids. 
So thankfully I was able to step away from that job and there was a sense of relief, like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to have that stress anymore. But I think there was also a sense of I had failed something. Like I had not, I had not achieved a goal. And I just, I don't remember when I haven't achieved a goal. You know, I just, that's kind of my personality is I just tackle things head on. And even if I'm not perfect at it, I at least feel like, okay, I was able to master that. But this I could not master. And I tried to jump right back into a couple other jobs thinking, well, I'll just do something different. God did not open any of those doors. It was like he was forcing me to stay in this place. Hmm. And my days just became not meaningless because moms, I know you know what I'm saying here when I say, you know, my day has meaning because of my family, but it just didn't feel like I was contributing in other ways. I wasn't contributing financially. Yeah. I wasn't contributing. Like I wasn't putting my head on the pillow at night going, okay, I, I did this thing mm-hmm. and I finished this thing and now I'm going to go to bed feeling good. Wow. And I think for moms, some of us, we have this desire outside of motherhood to do other things. And so when you don't feel like you're contributing in that area, it takes a toll on your personal view of yourself. And if you were to tell me that, you know, tell me that same story, God would look at you and say, you have so much worth and so much value and God loves you and he has a plan for you. But when you're in that season, Mm -hmm. you can say it to everybody else but yourself. That's so good and so real. And I'm so thankful you're honest about that. I can understand that in a sense that I think I just struggle with because I don't have to be because I work from home. I don't have to be somewhere at 8 a.m. And so I feel like I am waking up without purpose and passion, like with like a fire in my belly that I have to go. I've got to be somewhere. And sometimes that's a real blessing because I can go a little slower. But on the other hand, I feel like it keeps me from being as effective as I want to be. Well, and that's what's so interesting is I think I am coming to this place where I realize how valuable routine Mm -hmm. and purpose are, especially as you get older, because I don't know, in those younger years, you're just so busy trying to keep up. I do have some more space now to think. And it just feels like it honestly, it felt like God had forgotten me. Mm. Like other people's lives were moving on with purpose and success. And I was just stuck with these kids. Wow. And here's what I will say is I love being a mom. Yeah. I sincerely enjoy making toast. I know you do. (laughs) I love taking care of my kids. I do. I love doing their laundry and like folding it and putting it on their bed. Wow. That's incredible. I love when I change their sheets and they have this clean bed to crawl into. I love making them dinner. I love when they eat all my dinner and there's no leftovers and I'm like, I did it. Yes. Yes. I love being a mom. So it, it wasn't that anything wasn't fulfilling in motherhood. It was that there was a part that I just was felt like something was missing. Mm. And part of that was because I didn't have a reason to get up in the morning and I didn't have a place to go and I didn't have a place to use my talents. And you can feel real sorry for yourself. Yeah. And you can start to look at all these external factors as like this causing this, this going, you know, it's not my fault. I'm just trying to do my best. But I'm at a place now where I am ready to tackle that regardless Mm. of what's on the other side. I don't know what God has. You know, my prayer is that he will open a door at some point for me to do something else. And I have a couple of part-time things that I'm doing right now, but I'm going to trust that he's going to do that, but I'm not going to wait for that to happen for me to get myself together. Okay. So I want to go ahead and tackle it now. And so this whole idea of making your mornings 
matter was like, okay, well, let's figure out how we do that. Mm -hmm. Because I think there's lots of us out there that want to have better mornings. For sure. So we asked our gather community on our social just to tell us just some fun things. Like, first of all, what do you do when your feet hit the floor in the morning? So what do you do? So I immediately am thinking about where the, where's the coffee. Okay. Yeah. So I'm up and looking for coffee. I go to the bathroom. Do you not have to pee right after you wake up? So, you know, I so many of our moms said that. That's yes. the very first thing they do is go to the bathroom. Well, that's what people do. That's what normal people do. They go to the bathroom. I understand that. I think I have something in my mind mentally that's like, you're not awake until you take that first sip of coffee. So I will usually get myself to the coffee pot, pour it, and then walk to the bathroom. That's just fascinating to me. I could not hold my bladder that long. I just couldn't. I couldn't. You know, the other interesting thing I do is I put shoes on when I get up in the morning. What? What do you mean? So I don't like to be barefoot. So I have these flip-flops that I wear all over my house. And when I go to bed at night, I sit them right next to my bed and get in my bed. And then when I get up in the morning, I put my flip-flops on before I go to the bathroom. What? Yep. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's like you're living in a dorm room or something. You're worried about the floors in your house? I know. My floors are fine. I just, my feet like to be cushioned by something. How interesting. And they're not like house slippers. They're flip-flops. No, they're flip-flops. I wear them to the grocery store. And then I wear them <laughs> around my house. So some of our other mamas said that when their feet hit the floor in the morning, to go to the restroom, they brush their teeth, which shout out to those of you that brush your teeth. My teeth are not ready to be brushed when I first mm -hmm. wake up. No. Um, they turn the air up because their house is so cold at night. That is very real. And especially in the winter. Like, I mean, ours gets like that in the summer, too, because we keep it cold. But I, especially in the winter when the covers feel like ice. Yes. And you do not want to get out no, of bed. No, you don't want to get out of bed. Um, one mom said she finds her glasses. Good for you. <laughs> um, get their coffee. Shower. Um, let the dogs out. I didn't think about that. But people have pets. Yeah. They're not waiting for your coffee. They need to go pee. Right. Um, workout. Whoever is out there that is getting out of your bed and going straight to the workout. Like, high five to you. I am seriously so impressed by that person. Except for you slept in your workout clothes sometime. You I had a used to. Phase. Yeah, I, I used to. When I was doing, like, Atomic Habits or something, I did that. I would go ahead and sleep in my workout clothes. So all I had to do in the morning was put my shoes on. Yeah, I can't do that either. No, I've... Pajamas I've are one of my favorite things in all the world. Pajamas. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, these are the moms that we want to be friends with. They say good morning to God. They pray over their kids. They say a thankful prayer. I love you. Shout out. I mean, just the purest souls. Yes. I, that's so good. Just hanging I, out with the angels all day. Good job. I was reading those. And then so this morning when I woke up, I thought, oh, well, good morning, God. Like, I could do that. <laughs> I could try that. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Then the other question we asked was, what can mess your mornings up? Mm -hmm. Grumpy kids. Yes. No coffee. Yes, or when you jack the coffee up. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I have put the water in, set the coffee pot, and I walk in, and it's just water in the pot because I didn't add the coffee grounds. And I just can't even tell you just, like, the letdown feeling I have. Yes. It's just like, oh, gosh. You know? So I drink this thing called Spark. I am officially addicted to it. <laughs> and we ran out, and we've been without it for three days. Uh-oh. And I did not realize the emotional toll that would take <laughs> on our family's life because it's not just me and Greg that drink it, but our eighth grader drinks it. Okay. He's been in the worst mood. <laughs> and he will freely admit to you, it's my fault because I didn't provide enough spark for him. Uh, so, but I want to look at him and go, I get it. Me yeah, too. Yeah. Me yeah. too. So it's not coffee, but it's spark. Um, not sleeping night. 
not sleeping good the night before. It's so terrible when you did not sleep well the night before and then you know it's time to get up and you're just like, oh, you just feel like you're starting out behind. Exactly. Exactly. Waking up late. Um, This was one that I relate with not packing lunches the night before. And Mm -hmm. like as soon as your eyes open the next morning, you're like, (gasps) panic. I didn't pack the lunches. Rush. Yeah. And then a dirty kitchen. There's so many mamas that don't like waking up to a dirty kitchen. So, and I'm one of those. So I am, our evening routine is that the kitchen's cleaned up, that the coffee's set and everything like that. So I am with them. If I, if we've been to, and there are times when we're just too busy, you know, and we ate dinner real quick, left everything in the kitchen, went to sports, came home, got in the bed, right? Yep. If I wake up and I walk out to that, oh, it sets my day on a bad path. I just feel it in my soul. So I run the dishwasher while we sleep. Every so night? Every night. Okay. So if I wake up and the dishwasher is not run, uh-huh. it makes me mad. Because <laughs> I'm like, who opened the dishwasher last night? And yeah. did not fully close it to hear the beep to know that my alarm was set again for the dishwasher. You've talked about this um, at least a handful of times. I love my dishwasher. I know. And then I think the grumpy kids is a big one because you never know how your kids are going to wake up. Like, not only are we monitoring our own emotional baggage with the morning but then we have kids that we never know like are they going to wake up in a good mood and like happily put their clothes on and stuff are we gonna have to go in there and yell at them 25 times you know yes it really does your day does kind of depend on everybody else's day in your house yeah yeah so what's fascinating of course is as I'm researching reading there's so many more choices we have in the morning than we give ourselves. okay because I feel like we've heard these things all our life or You know, somebody told us, like, maybe when we were a kid, our mom was like, you're just not a morning person. And Mm. we've just internalized that. Mm -hmm. And so to this day, we just say, I'm not a morning person. Yeah. And I think they're myths. Mm -hmm. I do not think they're true. I really think we have more control over what rhythms and routines we set than what we think we do. I think that's big because I think, um, you know, like one of our questions was, are you a morning person or are you a night owl? And I think we tend to identify with one group or the other, and it does speak into who we are, you know? And that's another thing in Atomic Habits. It's it's how you speak about who you are. And, and if you say, I am a person who gets up in the morning with purpose, then you become that person. And every day when you do it, you're making votes to become that person. Yes, So one of the myths, I think, is people that say I'm not a morning person. I think you can be because we all have had seasons in our life where we were getting up for something important Mm. and we sure enough shot out of that bed. Yeah. So it's like it just it depends on what's motivating you to get up. Okay, girl, that's good. And so I just don't think we can say that. Okay. I do think that maybe the way your life is going at a certain point that you are lending itself to being a morning person or a night owl. Sure. But I think we have the choice to decide. I also think that people that say, it's okay if I hit the snooze, it's no big deal. I think that's wrong. Mm. Because when you hit the snooze button, you're basically saying, I don't want to be a person that gets up. Yeah. So I can let this slide. And then sometimes it creates that sliding factor in other areas. Okay. Wow. And yeah. I, and and honestly, people, the snooze, my snooze is nine minutes. Yep. That extra nine minutes is not making my day better. No, you're just prolonging. That's so right. And I actually, what was I reading about this the other day about how important it is to not hit snooze, to just as soon as the alarm goes off, just to put your feet on the floor and go ahead and go. No, it is important because just like you said, you're making a vote for the person you want to be. You're making a vote for your day. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to start my day. And mentally and logically, I know that an extra nine minutes 
because it's not going to be the kind of sleep I need is not benefiting the day. It's just prolonging what's eventually coming, which is I have to get up. Yeah. And then for moms, I feel like we were kind of always just taught you get up when your kids get up. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think that's helpful. Well, because we're trying to get as much sleep as possible. Um, But we also, we have this problem where, you know, we've talked about this before, where moms tend to stay up late at night because it's their only quiet time in the house, right? And so we end up staying late playing Candy Crush on our phones or watching a show or something because the house is quiet and we're like kind of like trying to like steal back some time to ourselves. And then the morning comes and we get up when the kids get up and then it's just a frenzy. Well, and if we got up earlier... We have that same time. Yeah. But we get to be choosing it on our own terms. Right. So do you agree or disagree with this statement? How you wake up each morning and your morning routine or lack thereof dramatically affects your level of success in every single area of life. Yes, agree. Agree because I think that one good habit leads to another. And when, you know, because when I am waking up, and spending time with the Lord and exercising, then I start seeing how that snowballs into all these other good habits in my life. Exactly. And what we have to decide is that that is important enough to who we are as a person that we're going to make the choice and take the steps to do it. Okay. And obviously, when you ask me, do you want to get up earlier tomorrow? No. Right. I mean, that's my, I'm just, I don't even have to play. Like, that's just my answer. Yeah. But when I think about what I want to be, mm-hmm. what I want God to do in me, mm-hmm. if it means I need to get up earlier, then yes. That's right. Let's do it. Um, the first hour of your day is typically called the rudder of your day. Okay. And a rudder is something that's on a boat or an airplane. It's part of the steering apparatus, and it actually helps give direction. Yep. So if you think about the first hour of your day being the part that's going to give direction to your day, it makes me conquer it in a different way. Yeah. So it's not just like, okay, I've got like a free hour to do whatever I want. I just got to get people out the door to school. I got to do this. But if I get up and think, okay, no, I want to make this first hour count because it's going to give direction to the rest of my day, you tackle it differently. That's really good. That's very motivating for me. And that's what you said about the snowball effect. Yeah. When you come at it with that perspective, it's going to continue into the other parts of your day. Thanks for joining us for part one of our episode, Help, I Need a Better Morning. We would love for you to join in next time because on part two of this episode, we're going to continue our discussion and then we're going to issue our gather morning challenge. We want you to make sure to join us on that. So don't forget to tune in next week.